Business is brought to you by Audible.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share some tips and tricks, stories, and whatnots about what it's like to be a married couple that own and operate a business together. You hate that phrase, whatnots. Yep, that's fine. It makes you happy. (laughs) All right, Allison, tell us what happened this week uh, that was good. What's something exciting in your life? So something exciting in our life is we took our kids down to Newport, Rhode Island and attended the Narragansett Council's Jamboree. um, For for Boy Scouts. For Boy Scouts. And it was a really exciting day. I am not excited about all these fall activities that everybody's planning because I keep thinking I'm going to be freezing. And you, and you are. You will be freezing. But it was a really nice day. It was a beautiful day. Um, it was like 70s in New England, which is not normal. Yeah. Um, the sun was out. It was dry. There was about 3,000 people there. They had Boy Scout troops um, camping inside the fort and then along the whole perimeter of the fort they had activities. They had the coast Guard. They have fire departments. They had the National Guard. They had a whole big section that was just great Cub Scout type activities, um, team building and crafting and, you know. Yeah, it's really cool. Fort Adams, which is a Revolutionary War fort, uh, super old, uh, like everything else up here in New England. And it was really cool because, you know, we got to go, usually you have to pay like a ticket price and to tour the fort and all that kind of, we got to go through the fort for free or part of our, I guess, part of what we paid to do the whole the whole day um, for our Cub Scouts. We got to take the kids through there. They got to see things in the fort. They got to see all the tents set up and then outside there was just tons and tons of different activities for them to do and then the coast guard had a pretty awesome sort of like uh what, what would you call that they like did like, demonstration de- yeah like a, demonstration. a rescue de- a rescue demonstration where they threw a dummy into the water they had a cutter and a helicopter and they rescued it a couple of times for yeah. all the kids to see yeah it was really neat the kids the kids really enjoyed it what i really liked about it is is i liked the fact that we got to show all of these children, right? They're Mm -hmm. kindergarten through seniors in high school, lots of different things. They got to try new things. They got to interact with people they probably never would. They got to ask do nots and questions with the Coast Guard. Um, They got to rock climb with the National Guard. Um, It was just a really good experience for getting them exposed to things that they might not get exposed to in their day-to-day life. That's one cool thing about Scouts is Scouts allows the kids to go and see and experience a lot of different things, including like camping out at Fort Adams and, you know, getting to experience all those different kind of things that they got to experience between the Coast Guard and there was a ham radio club there and there was just so much different things uh, for them to get to experience. Life skills. Life skills. Yeah, Yeah. basic life skills. So yeah, it was, it was, it was really great. Allison, uh, this week we're excited. We have Matt and Shanna Grafer. Uh, Matt may be better known as the young professor. Yes. So this is a little bit of a different type of couple interview for us. Matt and Shana work together, but they work together at a high school. And then they both have companies that they run outside of their day-to-day jobs. So they are blending their work life and their work life. Yeah, right. Exactly. Shana uh, teaches and has a custom cake company. And then Matt, 
who also teaches, uh, is the young professor. He does public speaking, public uh, address announcing. Um, and we met him through uh, Jesse and Emily Cole of the Savannah Bananas. He is their like hype person for the Savannah Bananas. Yeah, it was really fun. After we interviewed Jesse and Emily, um, Matt started following us and we started a conversation. He was like, well, I know it's a little different than what you guys usually talk about, but would you be interested in having us so we could share our story? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. It's, we're married with a business, whether it's together or or you're having separate businesses. So Yeah, definitely. So check it out. Here's our interview with Matt and Shanna Grafer. Hi, everybody. We're pleased today to be welcomed by Matt and Shanna Grafer, the young professor and Cakes by Shanna. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Good to be here. How are you guys tonight? We're doing good. We're doing good. Thanks for being on the show, guys. We, you know, one question we ask everybody before we kind of dive into it is, how did you two meet? How did you guys get to get together? We actually were both kind of living a single parent life and we didn't really have a lot of time for dating. So we met online and we met at Starbucks and we just kind of hit it off and we both pretty much quickly after stopped our online dating thing and we just started hanging out a lot more together. And it should be noted, we used one of the very high-end dating services, the, uh, Plenty of Fish. Yeah, the, I don't know if you guys ones. have heard of it. Um, but <laughs> that's, yeah, that's how we met. So, and, and one thing about you guys, I mean, so we'll talk about your businesses. You each own and operate a business. But one thing is, is, is you guys have a kid together, but you guys also have kids that you brought into the relationship as well. Uh, how has that dynamic been, like, trying to do all of this with all of the kids? I mean, I'll leave that to her because I'm on the I'm on the road more than anything else. So she's kind of the one holding the bag quite a bit in the midst of it. So she can kind of speak a little bit better <laughs> to, to how the juggling act typically goes. Uh, it was it was difficult at first, for sure. Like because we had I had two kids and he had one. I mean, they mesh well now and it's still it's always an ongoing process. It's been almost 10 years, but there's still new things that come up. Um, it it. I feel like it's been pretty hard um, trying to blend everyone together because there's other parents involved in the mix too. So um, having all of these extra opinions um, have been a little challenging. So the way that we do things at our house isn't the way that the other parents were doing things at their house. So it's just trying to find a happy medium for all of that. Nowadays, it seems like it's better. The kids are a little older. Yeah. So, you know, we've got two teenagers, uh, a soon-to-be 11-year-old and an 8-year-old. So now we've got more of the kind of age-appropriate fighting and, and issues that go with it. But some of the, the other parent stuff has cooled off. So at least that part is eliminated. There's just the new challenges that come with each uh, new age range that they kind of go into that, that we kind of deal with now. What do you guys think your your biggest success in communication with each other and with the kids has been what, what kind of process have you guys worked out so that you're, because Matt, you're on the road a lot and Shanna, you're home. How do you guys all communicate and get on the same page with each other? We spend a lot of time together. Um, like our kids spend the majority of their time with us. So we do a lot of family activities. So we, we're constantly talking and sometimes it's talking on the go, like in the car, we're prepping everybody for what's going to happen for that day. Um, changes happen every day for us. We like our schedule. We live by a schedule. We have to. So, um, if we, the kids want to know what's going to be happening that evening, the next day. So we just kind of prep them while we're running to and from. Yeah. It's, it's a constant, I mean, I, I make the joke that like every morning when we get up to get ready, it's like that scene at the beginning of home alone. 
when they're late for the airport and everybody's like hairs on fire and they're just trying to get out. Like, you know, I think it's leveled off a little bit, but some days it's like that. We've got kids at three different schools. We work together at, uh, at the high school here in Palm coast, but we, you know, we take separate cars cause we got to get different kids to different places. There's different practice schedules and activities, uh, that happen after school. So it's constant. I mean, then you factor in events with me when I'm working in entertainment or when she's taking on uh, clients where she's working and, and doing cakes and then she's baking at home and managing it. I mean, yeah, we've got to keep talking to each other. Uh, I think I'm the one who maybe keeps it a little more straight in terms of what we have because I'm not good with it. So I have to write it down. And I have to know exactly what I'm doing what day. And I have to really kind of itemize and prioritize things. And, and I think some of it runs together for her. I have to be like, hey, by the way, this week, these are what we're doing. And usually that's kind of daily. That yeah, we have yeah. to revisit it. Yeah. I guess. And, and, I, and we should uh, you know, preface all this by saying, yeah, so you guys are one of the first couples. I'm super excited about this. You are the first couples that you know, you both own your own businesses separate from each other. But we talk about it a lot married with a business where when you guys have your own sort of deals, I mean, you know, uh, Matt, you're the young professor. Uh, we met you through uh, Jesse and Emily Cole from the Savannah Bananas. And, and, and Shanna, you, you, you have a business that where you make custom cakes for people. How, you know, how is it the overlap been with helping each other when you have to make a decision for whatever your business is at that time? I think we just kind of respect what each other is doing. Um, I, I've been working on my side of it a little bit longer, and, and I think Shanna struggled with it a little more at first because, again, we kind of started backwards. Like This was not something I was doing as a younger man before I had a family. It's something I picked up along the way. It was one of those things I was, I think, 30 years – no, I was still in my late 20s, and I – we needed extra money. I had a change in job status at the time. I got I got let go from my professor job. I started in a sales job that made a lot less money. And you know, we had a, a young family, four kids. I needed a little bit extra, and I'd always wanted to start working in entertainment, so I did. And then when it started taking off more and taking me out of the house more, it was um, it was tough. I think at first, but as we've eased into that part of it, and as she has leaned into what she has enjoyed doing, which is baking. And then, you know, that started with just, she wanted to make better cakes for our kids. And she, you know, well, you can tell that part of it. Yeah. I mean, I just took some Wilton classes at Michael's craft store when I was home. Um, I just had our daughter and I took a year off from working, from teaching to be with her. Um, and then it just kind of progressed. I always liked baking. It turned into, um, I, I was just good at decorating and then during the pandemic is when I really started hustling and selling cakes um, to people because they weren't going out to stores, but they would meet me in the parking lot at Target. So I think that sometimes uh, we have done things together where it's overlap where he's done DJ work, I've done a cake, or he emceed and I did the cake. So sometimes we end up overlapping and working together on some of our endeavors, which is kind of cool when that happens. Um, but yeah, at first when I started making cakes, I tried to work my schedule around his because he was kind of the breadwinner going out there making like his, his gigs were just getting more money. Um, but now I've kind of got under control. Like if I have to start working on things ahead of time, like I've learned how to do that and manage our time better. Um, so that way we can both kind of work together and make it happen and keep our ship afloat and no one drowns. And we've gotten more flexible. I mean, that's really, I think to the proper answer to that question, we wanted to preface it, but we've gotten more flexible. Hey, this came up, we have to do this. And we just kind of look at each other and go, um, okay. So then on this day, 
and we figure it out. I mean, that's it. And we've, we've got to be flexible with this many people and this many moving parts. So we've gotten pretty good about having to turn quickly whenever the need arises for, for either of us. Yeah. I was going to say, as, as you were talking, I know Matt in the past, you've in speaking engagements and stuff, you have talked about, um, being able to pivot and be flexible and not necessarily where is your plan going to be five years from now, but where are you going to be five years from now? How, how do you guys incorporate that on your, in your own life and your own plan? You know, it's, it's funny you mention it because, um, I, you're referencing the speech I did, which I, I kind of had the idea to do it because I've, I've always hated that interview question because I feel like people just lie and they, and the people asking it want you to lie because it was, it didn't, I had that speech had to be five minutes. So I had to take a lot out of it. But what's interesting is when you look at statistics for how long someone stays at a job nowadays, it's four years. So a five-year plan and an interview question is ridiculous because most people never make it that far. Uh, but this whole, it dawned on me that, that flexibility is important. Uh, really about, it was five years ago when we sat down together at a point in our lives where we wanted to make some changes. We, we were looking at just projects, things we wanted to do around our home, uh, together as a couple, as a family, and even personally and professionally some things. And we literally sat here in, in this room that we're talking to you from, and we wrote down some goals, some some goals that we wanted to do. And without really thinking much about it, and I think very subconsciously, we just started working on it. And one of the things I wrote down was, I want to become a sports announcer or voiceover actor or artist. And then by January, I started doing that and, and it just kind of came together and I'd forgotten I'd written it. I didn't like find it again until months later. So we, um, I think once we kind of realized what was going on, we both kind of just embraced that with, with change comes opportunity. And I think we look at it that way. Cause even for Shanna and her cakes, she only wanted it to be something, you know, for use with the kids, but some of her friends would book her. And then when, I lost all of my jobs and, and she was home and the pandemic hit, she started posting more things online and orders started coming in. And so we realized, all right, this is a viable option for, for us to, to help supplement our income in that way. Yeah. And I, and it's, and it's funny because when I watched you, do get do that speech about the, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? I thought to myself, like, that's, that's not about answering the question as much as it's about thinking to yourself, like not necessarily where do you see yourself, but what are those goals? Like, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of times, like you said, like if you don't set a goal, you won't achieve it. And you said, Hey, I want to start doing sports announcing. I want to start doing announcing. And so, you know, for you where now that you've done this and you've, and you've set that goal and, and what, what in that process has, has helped you decide like what motivates you guys, motivates you to, to get up every day and, and go to your day jobs as, as teachers, but also, you know, get a gig, um, or to make a cake or, or to get that next, you know, client. What, what is that that motivates you to do that? I think at first, to be honest, it was Disney tickets because we had <laughs> Disney passes forever from the pandemic and then the prices kept going up and up. And then there was just a certain kind of lifestyle that we wanted to provide for our kids. And Disney was kind of the center of that at first. Like we were like, we want to go to Disney with the kids. Like this is one of our you know, our goal is to get back there. And I, for me, I still want to go back to getting those passes. He's like, no, nope, it's too expensive. But 
They've hiked it up way too high. (laughs) There's no way we keep up with six people. There's no way. He says that, but... They've gotten some bad press lately about that, too. It's it's bad. It used to be so much better. It was a lot, but it was like, okay, I think maybe now. Oh, man. But I think a lot of it is just kind of making those memories with our kids and and providing them experiences of things that we didn't have when we were growing up. And and that includes traveling. Like this summer, we took a huge trip this year, cross country. We hit a lot of spots with them that we wanted to go to as a family. Um, And I I think that's kind of my motivation, just keeping, keeping them with us for as long as possible, making those memories before they all grow up and go off to college. For me, it's, it's, it's that, and it's realizing you know, I didn't realize, I don't think until I was in my thirties, like what, what my gift is, right? Like what I'm good at. And I, and I think everyone has something and I think not everyone necessarily figures out what it is, or if they do, it's too late or they're too afraid to start on it. And getting up and speaking in front of people, public speaking for lack of a better way, because that's the only way I can kind of group everything I do together. That's my talent. That's what I'm good at. And I want to be able to do more of it because it gives me joy. It gives me energy. It makes me feel good, which makes me come home feeling good, which makes me a better husband, makes me a better father. And in also a side benefit of that is it's also taking me some pretty cool places all in less than five years time. And it's been able to give us as a family opportunities to go places we would never normally go to see things we would never normally see to meet people we would never normally meet. And so it's a good way to kind of give myself some personal satisfaction, but also to enrich the lives of of my family, which is really my primary goal. And it's a win-win, I think. What do you hope the kids are learning by watching you guys work so hard and run these businesses? I think it's just, we, we want them to have a strong work ethic too, and to go out and to follow their dreams and to realize that, you know, even if people tell you it's not possible, we've learned in the last five years that anything is possible. Five years ago, if you asked us where we thought we'd be, we had, we had no idea. I never thought I would be selling cakes to people outside of my friend group. I never thought that he would be working with any of the companies that he's worked with or, or done things for. Um, We've gotten to meet some cool professional wrestlers, baseball players, like all of this just didn't exist five years ago at this capacity. So we want our kids to see like, you know what, work hard and play hard at the same time and meet really cool people and do these awesome things and and put in that legwork. And we both come from pretty blue collar families, you know, like no real formal education, no aspirations of any really grand things. Uh, I know like my parents, they worked jobs and, and they didn't really like their jobs, but they did it to provide and, and they struggled and, and we didn't have too much. And, and for Shanna, it was the same thing. And so, you know, we, uh, we had good childhoods, but like, we didn't have, you know, uh, we didn't, our kids have better childhoods. Uh, the things they get, they've done more in their lives than, than most people in their adult lives, like have not gotten a chance to do. And I think we're trying to provide that for them. And so, you know, we're kind of unified in that vision. And I think we're seeing the fruits of that. Sometimes I worry about it because, you know, especially from my time as a single father, and I used to have to really like fight to get a chance to see my son. Um, I was always worried about not being there enough and, and not being the kind of like fatherly presence that, that I was reading in all the books was so important. And um, being gone a lot, that does concern me sometimes. I feel like, are they going to resent me? Cause like, Oh, he was always too worried about this or he was out and gone. And lately I haven't felt as worried about it. Cause even though I'm gone more, I'm starting to see 
some of the seeds of what I've tried to plant. I feel like they're starting to emerge. Our, our oldest son is in JROTC and, and that's what I did when I was in high school. And he's really kind of come to me a lot closer to kind of ask my opinion on things. And, and I was in a leadership position and that's what he wants to do. So he asked me for a lot of help and guidance and I'm seeing him employ it. Uh, my youngest son, he just did his first announcer gig last week, uh, calling bingo numbers, which he was so awesome. excited. He wanted to wear a, a colorful suit and, and do the whole thing. Uh, and and I think the girls look to, to Shanna to kind of take inspiration. And so even though we're busy and, and sometimes I think we both feel guilty about maybe not spending as much time as we want, I think we beat ourselves up a little bit too much too because – I think they're getting the things we want and we're starting to see that from them. Well, and I think when you're a parent and that is a front of mind and you're, you're realizing that, or you feel that emotion that you're doing the right thing that, you know, it's not like you're just forgetting completely about them and only worrying about you. Like you're worrying about that. And that's part of being a good parent and, and mm-hmm. probably does reflect to them as well that, wow, they're doing this and they're spending time with me. So, no, that's awesome. What is, um, what's something that, uh, you know, if uh, so a reference material, a book or, or somebody that has kind of helped you with uh, getting your business going or, or running your business on a daily basis? I mean, I've got yeah, you've got plenty one. of good answers for that. <laughs> I'd, I'd be interested to hear what you have to say. Um, I mean, you guys had Jesse and Emily on and, and Jesse was, was that guy for me. I mean, he, uh, as soon as I, kind of found out about what the bananas were, what they were up to, what they were doing. I I was enamored very quickly. And I purchased uh, Jesse's first book, Find Your Yellow Tux, because I was getting ready to do my first season with the Daytona Tortugas. I was going to be their on-field host. And I saw enough of what Jesse was doing and then read his story. And it really inspired me because I, I like to be the best at anything I can be the best at. And I felt like I had a chance, but I know to be the best at things, you need to learn from the best. And so I, uh, he's someone I, I really admire and look up to. And, and through him and his podcast that he used to do, he interviewed so many other great authors and inspirational people that, you know, anybody he recommended, I started buying their books and, and following them and, and connecting and talking with some of them. And really in the last two years, I feel like it has helped me to become a better performer, to have a better attitude, a better approach to things. And um, so, I mean, there have been others that have been really influential, but Jesse kind of lit a fire for me. And I don't even even know if he knows it. He's like the busiest, most popular man on on earth. And I've mentioned it to him, but I don't know how much of that registers with, with everything that's on his plate these days. And I don't have a cool story like that. So <laughs> I don't really, I don't really have any of that. You know, I just liked making cakes and I thought, you know, I'm just pretty good at it. People thought so too. And I was like, okay, well, it gets to, I do get to like tap into that creative side a little bit more with the caking because I started out as an elementary school teacher. So part of that creativity still lives in me, even though I teach high school now. So I think having the cake business really lets me kind of explore that other side that I don't always get to do in the daily, like my, my daily job in my daily classroom. Cause nobody's there to like, be like, Oh, nope, you got to stand task. You got to do this with my cakes. I can do whatever I want. And no one's telling me like, Hey, we got to stick to the curriculum. It's a blank canvas and I can go as crazy as I want to. So yeah, I hear you on that because I kind of, I kind of feel like that's what this podcast and that's what all of that, all of uh, that is for me. It's like, it's my creative outlet for me. It's the thing that I, 
I like to do. So for me, it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's kind of, I, I totally understand that. And, and Matt to, totally, we get, uh, we say it all the time about Jesse and Emily and I've run into Jesse a couple of times and Matt ran into him randomly in Boston a couple of weeks ago. And Allison will send Emily an email over then. And Allison will always says, Emily's my best friend. She just doesn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're great they're great they're and then and very and very motivational the the two of them as well um the young professor and cakes by shannon tell, tell us a little bit how people can find you guys and how you can help them out i probably know all her handles better than she does because yes. I, I do yeah. some of her social media from time to time uh she, Shanna is on Instagram and on Facebook, but primarily Facebook is where she does most of her work since most of her business is local. And it's facebook.com slash cakes by Shanna G uh, is the handle, but like cakes by Shanna will help you find it too. And I can be found at, uh, as the young professor on, on all platforms. Uh, the, the handles change, but uh, com will, will take it in my primary website and you can get all the social media links from there. And, uh, and you travel all over to do announcing or, or whatever people want you to speak, public speaking, everything. Yeah, more and more. Uh, I do a lot of weird jobs. My resume is, uh, is colorful, to say the least. That's for sure. Nice. That's awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us on the show. We really appreciate you taking the time and, and coming on this week. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. fun, Craig. I think what was cool was their experience is different than ours. They came, they blended a family and built a new family. And as Shanna was saying, they had to come up, they they had to come up with new ways to communicate kind of backwards than most people build their businesses. Yeah. I think it's really interesting because, you know, we look at it and, and coming from like our perspective, which is family owned business, third generation, you know, we're a husband and wife team that this is what we've done for 20 plus years now is run this business together. And it's interesting to talk to them about the, the difference of they're a married couple. They work together at a school and teach, but they also have businesses and all of that and kind of managing and balancing all of that. It's one of those things. Do you think you're really busy and you think you have a lot of your on your plate until you talk to other people who are juggling even more balls than you are? Right. I felt I felt super lazy after talking to them. I was like, oh, my gosh, they have to be so busy compared to us. Uh, I got a chance to look at Shanna's Instagram page, um, which is Cakes by Shanna. And wow, I took that Wilton class at Michael's and my stuff does not look like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, you know, I thought it was uh, super awesome, too, that Matt had shared on his Facebook page, his social media, his son doing the bingo announcing and dressed just like him. And that was cute. And I loved the idea of, you know, they're trying to instill into their kids, just like we've, you know, we talk about all the time, like the hard work ethic, the the learning about, you know, about finding your passion no matter when it is. And Matt talked about that. Like he was in his 30s before he found what his passion was. Right. And it's not necessarily about where 
what are you going to be doing in five years, but who are you going to be in five years? And, you know, that's determined by the books you read, the classes you take, and the people you meet. Yeah, if you get a chance, uh, search uh, The Young Professor on YouTube, and you can find Matt's five-minute speech about that. And it's really good. It's really informative, and it makes you think about that. That isn't one of those interview questions that makes no sense. And we've stopped asking it. Years ago, we stopped asking, where do you see yourself in five years? But it's really interesting to hear, you know, Matt's sort of take on it. So definitely search him out. You can find him on pretty much any social media platform, The Young Professor. Uh, he has a website, theyoungprofessormg.com. And Shanna, you can find all of her stuff as well. She's on Facebook, Cakes by Shanna. Check that out. It was super exciting to have them on the show. And and uh, rumor is, Allison, we might be going to see the Savannah Bananas sometime in 2023. we got to run into him and, talk, and meet him in person. I'm excited to meet him in Yeah, that would be person. exciting. That would be fun. Uh, Allison, do you have a book you're listening to this week? So I'm listening to The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John C. Maxwell right now. Yeah, and that's available on audible.com. You can get a free 30 days of Audible on us. Just visit audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. That's audibletrial.com slash B-I-Z married. And you can download, a, and like John Maxwell is one of those authors, Allison. I think we've probably done four or five of his books on here. Uh, he has a ton of a ton of them. This is uh, actually one of his newer published books, but it's a 25th anniversary edition of this book. Been out 21 years. They did the update of it uh, after COVID. Yeah, and what's really interesting is is he each chapter is one of the laws, and so there's so much information in each section. I've been re-listening to the sections multiple times and thinking about where am I now, where should I be, and how do other people perceive me as a leader, and what can I do to improve in each of these sections. Yeah, so definitely check it out on audible.com, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Follow them and the people will follow you by John C. Maxwell. You can get the free 30 days of Audible on us. Just visit audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. That's Audibletrial dot com slash biz married well everybody season's starting to winding down a couple more episodes left we're super excited that you've been with us we're gonna take the part of the winter off we come back in like january february for our 2023 season but don't worry there's going to be a lot of stuff next week we've got one more episode and then we're going to take our break but thanks everybody for listening and look for us online you can find us on instagram and twitter at biz married you can search for us on facebook married with a business or check out our website married with a business.net allison it's got a lot of information on it yeah i'm trying to keep it updated as we post episodes with resources and information and links to great things that we've been sharing yeah so check that out married with a business And remember, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage, because we're married with a business.